Welcome to Gain That Tune. going on everybody it's game that tune and we are back in the house once again it's your boy john harrington here we got john regan with us say hey hey we got jesse moore say hey hey and we got the king of the show david fleming say hey hey hell yeah guys welcome back game that tune in the house episode 327 and my god guys what a show it's going to be it's um it's going to be a lot like uh, many editions of Game That Tune. What we're doing here is we're going to listen to video game tunes. We have each brought three songs from a game. We are going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs and a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off. We're going to have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And the winner last week, it was me. And keeping up my streak of choosing, you know, some would say bad. Some would say great. I would say somewhere in between there. Mid? Uh, but, you know, keeping up my mid-streak, my mid-theme streak, I came up with a theme based on my favorite thing, me. Uh, so tonight, you know, I, I don't know why we didn't use this uh, theme, you know, 140 episodes ago, but uh, tonight what we're going to do, it's Game Game That Tune... 327, but really it's Game That Tune 187. It's uh, it's a theme all about ones and eights and sevens. The first game in a series, or the eighth game in a series, or the seventh game in a series. So it's, uh, it's you know, not the widest of wide open themes. You gotta think on some series that have made it to seven or eight games. Uh, or you gotta think on some series that maybe we haven't used. Or maybe, you know, it, it answers the question tonight. Is, uh, is a game where there's only one game in a series even a series? And the answer for tonight, yes, it's the first game in a series. What is a single one-off game if not a game awaiting its sequel? So, it's, uh, man, what a, uh... What a show and what a theme it's uh, it's going to be. So everything tonight will either be the first game, the eighth game, or the seventh game in a series. And frankly, I'm looking forward to what we all picked. I'm, you know, I'm hoping that you know there weren't a whole lot of the cop outs of one, but I understand. Like you know, we've been doing this for so long. I, you know, I didn't do a whole lot of deep uh, you know pulling research from our. Uh, games that we've used in the past, but we've used plenty of 7th and 8th games. We've used a lot of big series, long-running series, uh, so I'm curious how many, you know, really, like, 7th or 8th games there are left available to us. So, you know, maybe there's more long-running series than I'm aware of. I don't know, but I'm, uh, I'm hoping you guys found some, uh, found some deep cuts, um, because I don't know. That's, uh, because that's the theme. That's why you should be finding these games. <laughs> um, but mostly, I'm hoping that we all got some fantastic tunes. Uh, we got five fantastic games. We got a great fan request. And, uh, you know, guys, I think we just got to, you know, jump right into it. Because, you know, I don't know, man. I'm just, uh, I'm feeling it, man. Let's, uh, Johnny, let's have some tunes, man. Start off with the first game. 
Game one, if you will. Or game, game eight. Game one. Or game seven. Oh, game eight. Oh, I don't have a game eight. Yeah, we don't. We never got the computer to say that. <laughs> game one. Eight seven.
Alright guys, so this game features 10 different environments including the Far Lands, a retro synthwave inspired areas, and 32 vehicles including ones based on the Toyota Trueno A86, like the one in Initial D, and the Nissan Skyline GT, uh, among many others. guys i hope everybody's feeling great certainly about those I'm tunes definitely feeling good certainly not about their answers uh because guys i know no one's getting this right i just have a feeling oh I mean, johnny's John... on the right track he says sega rally championship eight uh my favorite in the long-running sega rally championship series Sadly incorrect. David says Tekken 8, a game sadly not out yet, but I have heard is going to feature synthwave-inspired areas and mini vehicles. And Jesse says Aurora Borealis. And I'm not doing the bit, but it's not the not the right time of year or the right part of the country, or, and it shouldn't be localized entirely within this podcast. Sadly incorrect. No, guys, this is, uh, as Johnny sussed out, a, uh, a little racing game, obviously. Uh, I just came across it and have been playing it a little bit. It came out for the Nintendo Switch just this past week. It uh, came out previously uh, on Steam last year. It's a little indie racing title called Neo Dory Forever. Uh, huh. The first uh, game, and what I um, have to assume is the soon-to-be-long-running series of Neo Dory racing games. Since you're hosting this segment, I feel like it's my responsibility to take on the John Harrington role. What? Yeah, David, I play indie games on the Switch from time to time. Uh, I don't know if you know about this thing. There's a lot of them out there. A lot of a lot of little indie games. And you can find uh, find some little gems out there on that Switch eShop. Uh, like Neo Dory Forever, 
a uh, racing game for the Switch. Um, you know, tell me if uh, tell me if this piques any of your interests. A uh, arcade-ish racing game with a kind of retro look to it. It's uh, been compared to, uh, say, Virtua Racing or uh, you know, Daytona USA. Uh, I do not really see that comparison. The, whoever made this, they went a little bit nebulous with the uh, the look. It's not like polygonal. It's <clears throat> excuse me. It's not polygonal enough, quite frankly, to be one of these mid '90s like uh, arcade racing games. It's a it's a little bit too like pixely. It's almost like I don't know. It's weird. It's like lo-fi polygons. Uh, it's like uh, the Sega Saturn, maybe. Maybe, but like, I don't know. I feel like it's more just kind of they're playing with things they can do now to make, you know, just a kind of play with like nostalgic looks that didn't ever really exist. Like the cars are kind of pixely. The characters are pixel art characters. Um, but like the cars are obviously, you know, 3D models, but, you know, with like, uh, what's the lines where, you know, the lines are choppy, Johnny? What's that word for... Uh, uh, aliasing. Yes, exactly. All yeah. the cars have aliasing issues. <laughs> um, you know, like if they were playing with uh, with like an actual mid '90s attempted 3D look, it would it should look a little bit better than this. Like it should look like shittier polygons, not really great pixels. Like I was like, oh, it's kind of like a like a Super FX chip game, but no, not really that either. It's just it's a really interesting look. But it caught my eye because, you know, we've talked on the show before, you know, we're always keeping our eye out, certainly David and I, for games that want to play with that kind of 90s, you know, polygon look. It's, uh, it's colorful and in- clever and more indie developers need to use it. <laughs> I'm all in favor of that PlayStation 1 N64 art style. Yes. Like 32X almost. Exactly. It's fucking interesting Ooh, oh looking, God. right? Like, yeah. You gotta look it up, man. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Super FX, but like upgrade a little bit. I feel like that's where 32X kicks in. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah, that weird in between era. Mm hmm. But um, it's, uh, it's that pretty era fun. Of, <laughs> we can do 3D, kind of. Yeah. Like so, maybe maybe somewhere yeah between Super FX and 32X is you know where this thing finds its sweet spot. Of course, obviously it plays much better than that. It runs pretty silky smooth. Um, you know, it runs super fast. the The sense of speed in the game is really great. Um, but yeah, it's just it's a cool little game, and it caught my eye because it had that retro look, and it's a racing game, and I you know I like to play a racing game from time to time, and it caught my eye. I mean, uh, we don't do things like calling out sales on this show, but right now on the Switch, it costs two fucking dollars, and I believe that's sixty percent off the regular price of five fucking dollars. So, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to step away to download this game yeah, right now. I bought it with not real money. I bought it with Switch Gold Coins. <laughs> like, I'm like, you know, even if uh, even if I ultimately don't enjoy it, I didn't even spend real dollars on it. I spent the fucking the little bonus coins you get from buying other digital games. And uh, so far, so good. <laughs> Wait, you, That's- could, you get coins you can use on other games when you buy digital games? Yes, yes you do, Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit, I if, gotta check how many digital coins I have. Might want to look at some buy, digital games. <laughs> if you buy physical games, you can like register their 
register them and still get the same coins. Like, mm. yeah, it's. I want to say I've never done that. <laughs> Not once. <laughs> I want to I... say like one coin is equivalent to like a penny. One yeah, cent. Like one cent. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I spent like, 200 of my gold coins on this because it was, again, on sale for two fucking dollars. And, you know, I think I could probably find two dollars worth of fun in this game uh, just from the look and the soundtrack alone. Because, uh, you know, see, here's the thing. The racing itself, not actually very good. Um, but, like, it looks nice, sounds nice, has the fun, you know, like, a, you know, old school aesthetic. Um, but it's got a couple of things that prevent me from really saying, like, I recommend this. Now, granted, I recommend it because right now it's $2 and it's most likely at most $5. Like, have at it. Take a shot. Um, but, so here's the thing. It's, uh, one, procedurally generated. The levels are never the same. It's got, like, different environments with different looks, but the racetracks are different every single time you play that seems like an issue for a racing game because the goal is to like learn the track and get first place agreed i love this idea oh my Do god you? okay oh my you god would, as, Johnny. as our resident agent of chaos this sounds amazing <laughs> yeah see and so this that's the thing it's not just that the tracks are you know kind of randomly generated it's uh you know the, the obviously the traffic and the power ups on the on the stage and the little hazards are all randomly generated. So sometimes it feels like you know where I would get frustrated with previous games where it feels like they put things in a position to make it really hard and fuck you over. Like oh I'm trying to get this turbo thing, but I also have to get this gas can to keep my car going, and you know oh I got to get these coins to unlock things. In like a different racing game, I'd be pissed if they put it all in one like blind hairpin turn where it's hard to find them. But I know they didn't do that on purpose in this game because it's all random so it's a different kind of frustration that sounds cool it's yeah. you know it's frustrating at times but then it's like well that's just that's just my luck this time it's one of those ideas that sounds really really cool on paper but like in practice yeah you go to like race around a track and all the coins are at the very very end like that seems kind of bullshit. Yes. And so that's kind of undone by being random. So, so it's like, okay, well, I'm not frustrated. I just had a bad kind of draw this time. But then there are things where it does get a little annoying. Like there are hazards where if you run through a certain spot, it'll make a police officer go after you. And Oh, fuck that. Well, and so it's like, okay, the cops are coming because the fuck police them. officer icon was right behind. Can you shoot him? Okay. It was right behind the gas can or the boost icon. Like, I'm trying to get these other things, and then they put a police icon right next to it. And so it activates things in, like, a frustrating order. You know, it's, like, unavoidable. So it's like, oh, that's that's shitty. Um, but, you know, I don't know. In general, it's it's kind of fun. It, you know, it just depends on how you feel about playing more, something more like a runner game versus a racing game. Um, and so and that's my other slight issues with it, like... So you're playing, let's say you're playing Outrun, Johnny. You're in the arcade, you're playing Outrun. What is it that is, uh, what are you, like, what's the thing that's motivating you to keep going fast and uh, try to make it all the way to the end? What are you, what are you racing against? Um, I think my main 
motivator here is as long as I get to continue racing, I get to continue hearing that soundtrack. Right. But what might you prevent you from racing further in uh, in uh, an arcade game, say, like Outrun? Running out of time? Exactly. And this game has no timer. Um, oh. It also doesn't have opponents on all tracks. It's uh, So you're just yeah. driving? Sometimes you're just driving. And then sometimes there's a challenger, and sometimes you're just trying not to blow up by you know running out of gas or running into traffic. But like, it's a little bit nebulous. It's like it's weird. It's like you've got boosts and you've got drifting abilities that recharge your boost. And in most of the races, there's no incentive to do any of that because you just want to keep the the gas meter up and keep keep your health meter up long enough to kind of make it to the end. But there's there's no time element to it. It's like they forgot an aspect of a racing game here. <laughs> um, is this so, a racing game? I'm not sure actually. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a racing game where you can conceivably drive one mile per hour and win. Well, like now a, here's a here's the other thing, game. David. <laughs> So, David, uh, you know, one of the things that I also was encountering is when you run through those police icons and the cops zoom up from behind you. They, they zoom past you and then they try to slow down and make you bump into them. You know, what might you do to try and avoid bumping into a, a cop car that's slowing down in front of you? Stop or drive around? Yes. And guess what you can't do in this game, David? <laughs> Stop or Can't drive slow around. down. <laughs> There's no so, brakes. Uh, <laughs> no brakes. You know, yeah. <laughs> I love this. The game I just, never... it, it starts you on a rolling start. There's no brakes. You have a, a boost button Wait. and a drift button. No How brakes. Does it start you? With a, mm, excuse me. Rolling start. Thank you. This is a wrestling thing, isn't it? No, yes, David. No. It is. Okay. Yes, sure. It's a wrestling. Yeah. Okay, that's that's my favorite wrestling finishing move, the rolling start. Um, it's sort of like Daytona USA but, or something. Yeah. It well, is. like, okay, Jesse, when you get John to do something special for the show, I just immediately assume it's a wrestling thing. It's okay, David. I I love that there's no brakes because I never <laughs> use the brakes when I play any racer. I like well, literally never. How do you drift? And, I also well, that's I thing. love there's, the there's fact just that a like, button that drifts. It's not brakes though. It just makes your car go weep and you know, no no brakes. Yeah. I love the fact that like Johnny and I are inverse proportional. Like the more he gets excited, the less I am interested in this game. Uh-huh. Yeah, last I checked, you don't have to brake to drift in Mario Kart. You just you hit the drift button. Yeah, that's you true. jump into the turns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you but jump yeah, no. into the turns in this game? But at no point is there a situation in Mario Kart where someone zooms in front of you and then tries to slow down and make you run into them to consume the last of your health meter and therefore get a game over and have to redo the race. Well, so, John, more. We, we, you, you rarely play Mario Kart with me, but that's exactly how I play yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to use up everybody's health meters all these years. <laughs> it's more of an F-Zero uh, move. It is. So, you know, there's things about this game that I find frustrating, but there's things about it I find pretty charming, man. Again, it's got the great look, pretty good soundtrack. Uh, I like the looks of the different courses. Um, you know, I need to play a little bit further because you get into the different things. Right, right now I'm in the city, and there's, you know, it's the... With the retro look, it's kind of hard to differentiate elements of things. 
like there'll be you'll be driving and you're on a road but then like there'll be a concrete divider in the road that you can't really see because it's basically the same color as the road that kind of thing if i feel like if i'm out in a countryside level i'll be able to delineate things more clearly that kind of thing but in general this game's pretty goddamn fun for five dollars or less <laughs> so <laughs> i'm uh I'm not necessarily recommending it. It truly, in the spirit of racing games, your mileage may vary. But uh, I think it's uh, I think I it's kind of cool. Yeah, if you uh, if you've got gold coins to spend, man. Yeah, you know, uh, particularly if it's still on sale for the two bucks, drop two hundred gold coins on this. If you got to drop five real bucks, I don't know. Maybe maybe think of something else. But I, I don't know. It's it's a it's a it's a fun little game. I think everybody should maybe check it out. Or at the very least, like just you know, pull up a couple of videos of it and see what you think. But uh, it's uh, it's funny. I'm saying I think everybody should check it out, but I'm also like I don't really want to recommend it, so I'm not sure where I'm at on this. <laughs> like, uh, Everyone should check it out. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. It truly somehow I'm making a big difference, like a big delineation between two and five dollars. <laughs> if it's two dollars, check it out. If it's five bucks, now hold on. Maybe look somewhere else for a different game, but you know. Maybe go have with somebody. Maybe that's what you should do. Get a Switch family account. Uh, have them, you know, bring you two bucks and then, uh, you know, somebody else give you the extra buck. Um, <laughs> but yeah. No, it's a, it's a cool game. Cool soundtrack. Uh, the soundtrack's composed I... by the developer, I believe. So, you know, uh, no shout out in your face, Italian guys. I'm sorry. I just have to interrupt you because Jesse said, go have these. And you said you put $2 and somebody else gives the extra buck. Two plus one does not equal five, John. You, I said, get you get $2. You get somebody else to go in on a family account with you for two more dollars. And then somebody else brings the extra buck. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that. no. I'm, so sorry. I'm more concerned with Jesse said go have these, and John's made it three Z's. <laughs> well, I, you know, two and two. You and, you and a friend go halves on the two. <laughs> and then somebody else shows up with a buck to finish it off. Yeah. Or who knows? Maybe the game will be on sale for $4 next week. Welcome well, uh, to Fraction That Game. You don't, yeah. you don't have any fucking quarters, John? Right. They don't take those in the eShop. It's gold coins, Jesse. <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah. I love the idea, too, of somebody just wandering around with a dollar, like, what can I do with this? Oh, complete the purchase of yeah. a digital video game. Yeah. That's a solid investment. Give it to me, and we'll play this non-multiplayer racing game together. Do It'll I get great. a turn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get a dollar's worth of a turn. Yeah. So You get one out of every five turns. <laughs> exactly. You are now my rival. Game 2.
Alright, so, uh, this is the eighth game in this series. And also, unfortunately, this game is no longer available for purchase or download. Gentlemen, uh, who has their answers written down? Well, I got an answer written down. Hope it's the right one. I didn't know. Well, no, let's see. We'll talk more about it in a second. Johnny. Yep, yep. All right, so uh, Jesse says volcanic lightning, sadly incorrect. Johnny says Dr. Mario Galaxy. Which is a game I wish existed, but sadly incorrect. And John Harrington says Dr. Mario Online RX. Sadly incorrect. Ah. Now, real quick, am I remembering it correctly? Is Online RX the one for the Wii shop? Uh, you are remembering correctly. Online RX is for the Wii eShop. However, this is Dr. Mario World for iOS and Android. Oh! Oh shit, I was actually kind of close. Oh wow. Yeah. You said Dr. Mario Galaxy. How the fuck is that close? Well, Galaxy's in the galaxy, of... David. Yeah, Galaxy, oh, okay. Galaxy's okay. are composed yeah. of worlds. Yeah. I was... I was thinking of, like, Super Mario Galaxy. Yeah, Anyhow, which came um, after Super Mario World. <laughs> this well, is uh, well, Dr. Mario <laughs> World, the the mobile game version of Dr. Mario, which actually was a lot of fun and I really enjoyed. And I will gladly explain why, but I don't want anyone to look up details of this game, because that will give them an edge in our lightning round. So, um, similar to Mario Kart Tour and other Nintendo mobile games, uh, this game features an extensive cast of playable characters, including some really deep cuts in Nintendo. So, I'm gonna give you a character, and you have to tell me if they are playable in this game or not. And to clarify... Every You can choose to be a playable character, and then you can choose assistants. I'm not counting the assistants. This is just if you are a playable character, okay? Mm. So, um, 
We are starting off with Jesse Moore, Dr. King Boo. Yes. That is correct. Amen. All right, switching over to uh, John Harrington, Dr. Mm. Shy Guy. <laughs> hmm. I am going to say no. That is correct. Amen. Moving on to Johnny, we have Nurse Peach. Yes. That is incorrect. Space! Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Nurse Peach from Peach, the original dumbass. Dr. Mario is not in the game. However, she was promoted to Dr. Peach. Oh, um, oh Moving face, on to Jesse, we have Dr. Blooper. <laughs> no. That is correct. Oh, man. Uh, That'd be pretty fucking great, though. He got ink Doc- all over the place. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Blooper. Prescribe oh, Dr. Ink. Shit, I am so sorry. I misread my notes. Uh, Dr. Blooper is in the game. Oh. Oh. Um, John, Dr. Fire Luigi. <laughs> um, no. He is in the game. Of course he is. Why would, why would such a dumb character not be in the game? Uh, Johnny, Dr. Metal Mario. Uh, no. He is not in the game. Oh, man. Alright, so uh, everyone is even, and we're going back to Jesse for 8-Bit Dr. Mario. Yes. He is in the game. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, John, Dr. Hammerbro. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God, he's just hit me with these hammers. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I can feel it, Doctor, I'm telling you. Um, yes, Dr. Hammerbro. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Hammer Pro is not in the game. Son of a spice! We're doing those reflex tests. Jo- you know, it makes sense, like chucking yeah. the pills and whatnot. <laughs> but, um, Johnny, Dr. Dixie Kong. <laughs> There's no way. That is correct. Oh, man. Donkey and Diddy are, but not Dixie. Dixie hasn't uh, been Jessie. acknowledged in years, has she? <laughs> Dr. Wendy O. Koopa. No. That is incorrect. Oh. All of the Koopalings are doctors. Spice! Well, wow. spoilers uh, if you John... ask about another one. <laughs> Dr. Chain Chomp. Dr. Chomp. Or to be Dr. Chain. Um, please, please, please. My father is Dr. Chomp. Call me Chain. Yeah, I'm going to go with no. <laughs> that is correct. Okay. Oh, man. It'd be like getting operated on by a dog. <laughs> uh, Johnny, Dr. Birdo. Um, <laughs> yes. That is incorrect. Spice! <laughs> Different game, Johnny. <laughs> and finally, Jesse, Dr. Drybones. You should know this, Jesse. That's your boy. I know. Jesse the Bone Boy. I'm going to say no. Jesse, I am so sorry to say that is correct. Yeah, oh, man. I figured Drybones gets love. no love. Uh, John, Doctor Baby 
Wario. Oh no. <laughs> Please no. God. Is there a I've never seen baby Wario, so I'm going with no. <laughs> That is incorrect. No! Spikes! <laughs> oh, they, no! They let a baby be a doctor? They let a baby be a Wario? <laughs> they let several babies be doctor in this game. And lastly, Johnny, Dr. Dolphin. <laughs> like, like, the do you remember later? the dolphins from, from Super, Super Mario World? Yeah, yeah, the ones like that, a doctor. The ones where Yoshi can only eat them in the Japanese version? Yeah, oh, not the yeah. basically just platforms with goggles on. <laughs> <laughs> not Japan. Um, I'm gonna say yes, Doctor Dolphin's. A, no, I'm gonna say no, Doctor Dolphin's maybe an assist, but not a playable character. Johnny, they're the smartest animal. <laughs> Johnny, that is incorrect. Oh. <laughs> Doctor Dolphin exists. Doctor Dolphin is, in my humble opinion, the second dumbest character in this game. It's a, I mean, it's um, a deep the first. Pull, man. <laughs> The dumbest character is Dr. Goomba Tower. It's no, three no, Goombas no, no, no. That's stacked on top amazing. of the That's oh, wait, top hold shelf on. character right there. That's the, you mean best doctor? Yeah. Are bunch of, the three bunch Goombas, of Goombas... Are the three Goombas collectively wearing one lab coat? Yes. <laughs> Again, Mwah. this yeah. is Mwah. the best character. Three Goombas okay, in a lab I coat. I, that's uh-huh. I didn't say bad. I said dumb. Um, whoever is taking... Um, Whoever has control of the scoreboard, Jesse gets the bonus point for winning the lightning round. Um, Great job, Jesse. So yeah, this is uh, this is Doctor Mario World, the mobile version of Doctor Mario, and honestly, I really enjoyed this game. Like, I tried a bunch of Nintendo's mobile stuff, and none of it really clicked for me. Like. I didn't play Super Mario Run. I really didn't like Mario Kart Tour. I tried, but I didn't get into Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, but Dr. Mario World was really fun. And I think what did it was it kind of changed how Dr. Mario plays. Um, So the pills come from the bottom going to the top instead of the top to the bottom. What? But... (laughs) What you do is you control... They move very, very slowly, and you control them with the touchscreen. So you can kind of guide where they go that way. And instead of it being like a a reflex-style twitch puzzle game, kind of like Tetris, every level is sort of like an individual puzzle that you have to kind of figure out. Um, And something about that just appealed to me. It was like every level was a individual logic puzzle instead of just like here's a bunch of shit figure it out um and it like i said i don't know it just kind of clicked with me something um, about pills I, going up your bottom just clicked with you if we want to make the joke i do yes yeah <laughs> so it's it's dr mario but it's a suppository game i suppose guys can i admit um, something really stupid and embarrassing <gasps> yeah, please so, do. <laughs> because David mentioned Mario Kart Tour, and because the previous game was a racing game, up until he started talking about the gameplay of this, I assumed this was a racing game as well. <laughs> I was trying to figure out 
how you turn Dr. Mario into a racing game. And I was picturing a kart racer with Dr. Dolphin. Yeah, and like a, a tower of Goombas wearing a lab coat, also racing somehow? Yes. <laughs> Up a butt? Okay. okay, not gonna lie, a Dr. Mario kart racer that's like the fantastic voyage inside the human body? Oh, I man. would play that. Yeah, inner space racing game. But it's a uh, Waluigi. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, that could actually kind of work, man. Like a Diddy Kong racing kind of thing where you get different vehicles for different parts of the body. Like, you know. And there was an inside story with the Bowser mm-hmm. game. Ooh, man. Yeah, Bowser's inside kart racing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd play it. Yeah. Dr. Bowser. Excuse me. <laughs> Well, no, Johnny, this um, isn't a racing game. <laughs> okay, good. That's why. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of wish it was, though. Um, <sighs> but yeah, like I said, this was just, it was a, a different version of Dr. Mario, and I kind of dug it. Um, it it worked really well on mobile, because um, it was all, like I said, touchscreen controlled. The pills moved super, super slowly, and it still had that Dr. Mario thing of, like, if you line up the pills one would break off mm. and you could control that one but you couldn't move backwards you know what i mean so like if you line up against three blue viruses with a blue red pill you'd have your red part and you can move it over here you just couldn't like pull it backwards to figure things out um it was god it sounds so boring but it was a more strategic version of dr mario um, but like I said, every level was kind of its own individual logic puzzle, and I don't know, it just really clicked with me. This was a really fun game, and I'm really sad that it only lasted for two years, because I want to talk about it, and I want to tell you guys to download it and play it, but yeah. you can't. It seems like the kind of thing we should all be able to play on our toilet to this day. Like, why why make it unavailable for anybody? Like, what's the what's the harm in this still being out there? Does it cost that much to run a fucking mobile game server, Nintendo? Come on. Yeah. Uh, uh, no. People still need to know about all these insane doctors, man. Like, um, you know, David, I, I, I know how to really get you riled up, man. All I have to say is, Doctor Baby Rosalina, and it it activates something within you. It's like having a a jagged little pill jammed up your butt. Like, it's like having your own Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> say these words in this order. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will say I hate Doctor Baby Rosalina less than detective baby rosalina from mario kart tour but Uh, all versions of baby rosalina invoke rage within me what about dr luma (laughs) dr luma's okay you know Uh i'm is there something about a baby being a doctor that just or any profession that just upsets you is that what it is you just you're anti-child labor I mean, yes, but also, it's the concept of baby Rosalina that bugs me, because we have seen a younger Rosalina in Mario canon before, and she's like an adolescent, she's looking for her mom, it's a very emotional story, and then they're just like, yeah, no, fuck it, she's a baby too. No, she, uh, 
No. Are you saying that she was born adolescent, David? No, what I'm saying is that they they had the opportunity to go with a younger version of the character already established, and instead they just palette-swapped Baby Peach and changed her hair slightly, and, like, it just seems super lazy and redundant to me. See what I'm saying, guys? All I had to do was mention it once, and he's still talking about it. It's, okay, it's fucking whatever. like the miracle pill, man. You just say that to David and it activates something within him. I've um, got a question. This isn't going to translate to the podcast at all, but John, a few minutes ago, were you mimicking a prostate exam? <laughs> what were you doing? <laughs> I just saw your camera just doing this for a while. Well, you only just fingers. picked up on that? <laughs> I was, no, I was, I was a, wondering a moment was to pick it up, I realized there's no good moment, so I'll just bring it up. <laughs> there's never a good time to bring up your prostate exam, John, but we need to know the results. <laughs> I just want to say that I recently had my physical exam, they don't do that for prostates anymore. It's strictly blood work. Okay, I was you go- no I longer was, get a finger up the butt. I was really waiting for, for you to say like you had an intense butt fingering at your last doctor, and I was going to be the one to tell you like they don't actually. That's not standard anymore, David. You're going to some old school guy. <laughs> I mean, I had an intense butt fingering, but it had yeah. nothing to do with the doctor. <laughs> it was not part of the appointment. I'm just close with my doctor. Who uh, for that? He yeah. wanted to prove a point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, I'd like to make a point, um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, I was Johnny. Thank you for calling that. Glad <laughs> you picked up on that Easter egg from several minutes ago. <laughs> Suppository, Doctor Mario, Johnny. <laughs> like, oh, that's what, okay. Yeah, a butt. <laughs> How many medical things can you really do with a butt? I mean, butt well, is part of anatomy. Indeed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like so David, it. this is a really surprising pick because I really didn't know they had managed to somehow uh, crank out more than eight Dr. Mario games. So I'm glad that you brought that up because oh. I was prepared to justify myself. No, I, was... I, I, I wasn't asking for you to. I was just saying I'm surprised, but I guess they have. You're the guy okay, that would know. Yeah, there have <laughs> been a shit ton of Dr. Mario games. Run them uh, down. This was the eighth. All right, so. There was the original Dr. Mario, there was Versus Dr. Mario, released in arcades, there was Dr. Mario 64, Dr. Mario Online RX for WiiWare, Dr. Mario Express, which was DSiWare, Dr. Luigi, uh, which was part of the Year of Luigi, and released on on the Are we calling that part of the Dr. Mario series? That's a different doctor entirely. Um, no, we're calling it that, and if we're not, then this is just the seventh game. It still counts. Okay, good. There was Dr. Mario Miracle Cure for 3DS, and then finally Dr. Mario World on, uh, mobile. Who needed the Miracle Cure? (laughs) Everyone in the Mushroom Kingdom! That's why Dr. Mario is a doctor! Yeah. Fucking, you know, Dr. Mario Bowser's stage four cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Mario Miracle Cure versus the bubonic plague. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I hear Miracle Cure, and I just imagine Dr. Mario traveling town and town selling snake oil. Like, (laughs) Dr. Mario's just selling Dr. Pepper and Coca-Cola to people. Dr. Mario's revitalizing Tane. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um... Yeah, Dr. Mario just wants all the people in the Mushroom Kingdom to have great sex. Um, and I, I don't blame him, man. Good for him. Dr. Mario, really a, more of a Dr. Ruth. Um, 
But uh, wow, David, yeah, what a what a pick, what an unexpected pick, and what an unexpected lightning round. Um, there, there was form of the expertise of, was... of a baby doctor. <laughs> There was a part of me that was like, oh, we should just go for the one and done for the one. And then it was like, no, fuck it. I'm challenging myself. What games have had eight in their series? Lo and behold, Dr. Mario. Surprising. Very surprising. Um, I was going to give you a shit because I didn't think that um, a kart racer would be considered the seventh in the series. That's a whole separate series. (laughs) You fool! Yeah, <laughs> Doctor Mario, Doctor just... Mario, and Mar- Doctor Mario Kart—two different series. <laughs> Again, I just feel bad that I'm like, I really enjoyed this game. Y'all should play it. Oops. Yeah. yeah. So it goes. I'm sure there's somewhere. Well, you know, has anybody done like a like a ghost app store yet? Can you download? Is there a place to go to get you know stuff that's just been straight up removed from uh, these places? It's on the dark so... web. Funnily enough, the day after this game canceled, um, they actually opened up a website. Like, Nintendo released a website where you could see your high scores and, like, the medals you earned, but you couldn't actually download or play the game. What the fuck? It was just kind of like a, hey, here's what you did in our game. Yeah. So it's a fucking online graveyard. What the fuck, Nintendo? That's weird. <laughs> Congratulations, everyone. Your work is done here. <laughs> yeah. uh, right next to all those unused fucking Mitomo questions. Um, man. Yeah. Wow. What a what a pick. What a surprisingly deep pick. Um, gotta go. Gotta go deep to find these things sometimes, David. Well done. Game Thank you. Three.
All right, guys. So this game, it's the first game in this series to feature a playable female protagonist and titular character. Who's feeling great? I'm feeling really I'm good. I'm feeling pretty good. If I asked you if you're I feeling think... great, would you give me a yes or a no? Give me one I letter. Give, give, me a, give me a Y or an N. I want to see some Ys. Ooh. I think that Trivi gave it away. Good. Uh, David says, Street Fighter 2. Happy birthday, Chun-Li. Sadly incorrect. Jesse says, Seismic Activity. Sadly, incorrect. And Johnny says, East or Weiss, seven. Johnny, sadly incorrect. Aww. Uh, Johnny, this is East eight. <laughs> God damn it. Lacrimosa of Dana. Oh, man. Haven't, you haven't I fool. used this on the show before? Not that I'm aware of. Not that our spreadsheet would indicate. Hmm. Yeah. Well, um, I found uh, all the old episodes <laughs> verify the spreadsheet is correct. Yeah, great. Now, uh, now it's going to become a game of uh, you know when did I forget to update the spreadsheet. Um, I. Is I, okay, I. 
Go know, ahead, Jesse. I've, I've played a, this game a lot, and I feel like I brought it to the show at some point. But I, I could be wrong. I don't know. Have we used E7 before on the show? No! What is E7? I, I don't believe so. Ah. It's <laughs> I the seventh it's, one. I figure it's the seventh of the series somewhere. Maybe. Yeah. Well, anyway, so, uh, East 8, Lacrimosa, Lacrimosa of Dana. My first question is, what is a Lacrimosa? Is that a you know, dish Johnny, that you I'm glad you asked. <laughs> it's like a mimosa, but with milk in it. Ooh, mm-hmm. that sounds terrible. <laughs> a Lacrimosa. <laughs> yeah, it's mostly uh-huh, champagne uh-huh. and milk. <laughs> yeah. Orange juice, champagne, a little bit of milk. Um, oh, disgusting. That yeah, that uh, just, sounds terrible. Just for the record, guys, I'm I'm looking, and the only East game we've used, ironically, is in episode one eight seven. There you go. Uh, yeah, it was used by Johnny, and it was uh, East, the original East. So, um, well done, Johnny. You're the East boy. Cool. So. I'm looking forward to you filling us in on the details. Now that we've established what a lacrimosa is, uh, you can fill us in on what East is. Um, East is a game series. Go on. Carry on. Oh, um, it's a, a, it's a, it's a, it's the, so it's the 20, um, it's the 25th attempt at the company starting a game series. So, you know, you know the story of Final Fantasy and Squaresoft, like they thought it was going to be their last game, so they called it Final Fantasy. Well, uh, the developers started a game called A's, B's, and C's, and they just never really caught on until they got to E's uh, mm. with the, the 25th attempt here for uh, the letter Y. Right. Um, so, the, it's the beauty a- of this, Johnny, is that you're actually, I can tell you're not actually attempting to Google it because what a hard thing to Google. Like, what does E's mean? Um, it's just not enough like words or letters to actually glean out of meaning, um, and it's not important. What is important? These games, apparently, uh, pretty pretty renowned and beloved series. Uh, series that's still going. Jesse, you played uh, you played this one specifically? Yeah, I've played a lot of it. I've, I'd say I'm maybe halfway through it. Yeah, pretty fun. Um, yeah, it's, it's really good action RPG. Um, yeah, I, li- I like that it's an action RPG. I like uh, actually, you know, swinging a sword. That's uh, that appeals to young me. Yeah, there's some pretty cool characters in there. Like there's like a a piratey kind of dude that uses a big like anchor as a weapon, and that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a neat game. Um, you're trapped like on an island. It's like it's like Lost, but the, the JRPG version. Um, or more like Gilgan's Island, I guess. Sweet. I'm into that. Yeah. I was... I stepped away for a moment to do some research, so, John, I apologize when you edit and you hear keyboard clacking. I was very personally offended that you didn't choose a particular song for this game until I realized that that song was from E6, oh. not 7 or 8. Um, because... Yeah, whatever... Um, I'm tipping my hand here. Whatever the theme for the next episode is, I'm bringing E6, because Mighty Obstacle is one of my 
absolute favorite video game songs of all time. Damn. All right. Well, next time, yeah, I'll, I'll confer with you before I choose the fan request. Um, I mean, again, it wouldn't have fit for this theme because it was from E6. Well, we could have found but, a way to make it work. Yeah. Um, um, I apologize for my interjection. Please no, continue. It's all right, man. Because that's the thing. The E-Series, uh, many fantastic songs. It's uh, kind of a series with some renown with regards to its uh, soundtrack. This uh, this Falcom sound team, they <laughs> kind of make superb soundtracks. They've got a very, very, very high reputation in the video game music world. <laughs> um, you know, I don't have anything bad to say about the soundtrack. I, I enjoy the music. It's been on GTT Radio for a while. I believe it was a patron request a while ago. So we've had the soundtrack for a while. It's nice music. The only thing I'll say about Falcom Sound Team, and it's true of any video game music that you know you didn't necessarily like grow up with or listen to constantly, it it starts to run together after a while. It's like okay, I get it, guys. You make really great music for JRPGs. W- what have, what else have you done? <laughs> like, so you make. You know, I feel like Shania Twain, man. That don't impress me much. Uh, yeah. So you made eight fantastic soundtracks worth of video game music. That don't impress me much. Uh, no, it, it, it does impress me, but it, like I said, it's just like, okay, well, um, if you if you put a gun to my head and told me to like listen to a East song or a Falcom Sound Team song, would I be able to tell you what's that, what game it's from? I'd guess East, but then there'd be a lot of uh, a lot of you know games in the series to guess from after that. So I don't know. <laughs> Um, you'd put the headphones on, you'd play the song, and you'd say, okay, so you're Brad Pitt. Yeah. Then I'd bust my fucking... Anyway, yeah, uh... Yeah. This, Dumb uh, question. Hmm. So, the first two games were both car racers, right? Is this game also <laughs> a car racer? <laughs> you're talking... Yeah, the, the first... The original game was Initial East. No, 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 I uh, mean tonight. Our first game was a kart racer. Then we had Dr. Mario World, also a kart racer. Mm-hmm. This is this a kart racer as well? That's what a yes. lacrimosa is, Johnny. Yes. Oh, a lacrimosa is a car. It's, it's more of a, like a like a yacht racing, but mm-hmm. it's that was, still racing. That was the crazy thing about East 8. They made seven action RPGs and then said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do a kart racer Somehow instead. Somehow in the eighth game, they always end up making a kart racer. Dr. Mario did it. East did it. Mario Kart did it. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Crazy. He ate the Mario Kart game. It was a kart racer. Still a kart racer. Oh. Yeah. Wild. It showed us. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so, it, it, like I said in the trivia, it's uh, the first East game with a playable uh, female protagonist and titular character. That, of course, is Dana. Um, so, oh, I, yeah. I didn't... I didn't realize that the series had one fucking protagonist. But when I'm thinking East, I'm thinking it's kind of like Final Fantasy. I figured it was, uh, or any you know, a long-running JRPG series where it's like kind of a soft reset every time. Well, but no, the whole series is about one guy. <laughs> what, well, it kind of is because the the typical East game is Adol, the uh, the guy that you're is in all the games. Uh, typically washes up on shore with amnesia to a right. new like place every time. So but it's, it's still it's still guy. the same it's same at all. But he's like, uh, I don't know what happened. I got this weird sword. Mm. Yeah. What do I do with this? I better do a tutorial, shouldn't I? <laughs> we so definitely need a tutorial in this eighth game. 
So it's basically an entire series of Link's Awakening. Yes. Yes. I'd be into that. Mm-hmm. It's and then good. in the eighth one, they uh, they add a blue-haired woman that you can also play as. And, and it's a kart racer. And she gets co-billing, yes, and it's a kart racer. Yeah. Uh, Team Dana Racing. Um, that's what it is. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, um, it's a cool game. I, you know, I like an action RPG. I like a great soundtrack. Um, I like a great fan request. It was a uh, fantastic fan request from CX Trife. Thank you, CX. Ooh. For the uh, great suggestion. And, uh, you know, really, that's that's all there is to it, man. It's a it's a Falcom RPG. Fantastic, superb soundtrack. Uh, you know, Jesse, I think you should uh, you should play this for people. You should get back to it, man. You should show people how it's done, man. You know, give people a taste of the East. <laughs> you know, a little taste of the East with Jesse. Yeah. I taste think, of the uh, East nuts. Oh! Yeah. oh! You... Johnny you beat me on the by for that one, one second. <laughs> I swear was, to God. He saw where that was going. <laughs> oh, guys, that was the most T-balled up thing I've ever had. Yeah. Me for some, that is for the finger board. on the D's nuts trigger. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. Is, is that sound set to D for D's nuts? No, it's set to I, but I'm going to remap it later. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> D is a... Uh, it should be set to Y for E's nuts. What is D? How I just, absurd! I just did that joke. How is it that I queued something up for you so well and you still didn't do it? Well, it had been done, David. We <laughs> did it! Yeah. I, I just wanted to be part of the moment. <laughs> I, I understand. No. I just want to be included and want somebody to tell me they love me. That's all. No. We love you, David. Thanks, John. I appreciate that I'm reaching out for affection and you say no. Yeah, fucking David Fleming, the lacrimosa of Game That Tune. <laughs> Milky champagne. Yeah. Lacrimosa <laughs> D's nuts. <laughs> David. Alright, there, we got there. Game Does that make you feel four. better?
All right, so let's see. This was a uh, 2006 launch title, and it included an unlockable um, version of, uh, or not version, but the classic arcade game Xevious was included as an unlockable uh, feature.
Alright, he's got some, uh, got some answers. I do. Oh, yeah. Alright, so... Jesse says Pac-Man 8, that's incorrect. Jesse says Ghost, which is incorrect. And John says Ridge Racer 7, which is correct. This is Ridge Racer 7, and uh, 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 releases a launch title on the PlayStation 3 in 2006. Um, uh, that last song was, I believe, for the Pac-Man car that you can drive, which I love. Uh, I did not know this this was a thing until I started looking at this game. That several several of the Ridge Racer games have a Pac-Man car. Mm-hmm. Mamco game. Yeah. Yeah. The question is, do they have Galaga cars? I don't know. Uh, there weren't any Galaga cars listed. Well, you know what? Let me let me phrase this. There may be a Galaga car, and they may have na- named it something other than Galaga on the wiki here, uh, mm. right? Because like, does the person playing, does the person driving the Galaga ship have a name that they could show up as in this? Possibly. Yes, you know, does the Galaga ship have a name, David? Uh, yeah, Galaga. Okay, so I don't think there's a Galaga car in in, in Ridge Racer Seven. All right, not interested. But yeah, actually, but it, wait, no. Before I step away, let me clarify: Is there a Galaxian car? Well, what's the name? Does the Galaxian ship have a name? Galaxian. <laughs> no, I don't think there's a Galaxian car. In this All right, game. I'm stepping away. I'm done. Not God, interested. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Uh, so yeah, um, Ridge Racer, remember that? I um, actually, I apologize. I'm going to interject one final time. Is there a Dig Dug car? And is it possibly named Taizo Hori? Ooh, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. I don't see a Taizo on here. Nope. Okay, I'm officially done with this game. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I like the soundtrack a lot for this for this game. It's pretty good. Um, I like that that second song was called Orbital Rock, and the first song was called Skidmark, which alone was enough to get me to pick it. Because uh, it's a pretty funny title. Um, Johnny, it's a racing yep. game, man. Get <laughs> <laughs> your sand. mind out of the fucking gutter. <laughs> it's a racing game. With, like, shit streaks in your underpants. Exactly. It's, you, know, you race so fast, you shit your pants a little bit. <laughs> that, was a strange, that was the marketing at the time. Mm-hmm. Back in those mid-2000s weird uh, video game ads and magazines. Yeah. <laughs> now, this, this was the launch title for the PlayStation 3. Is this the game where they famously said, It's Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer. Yeah. No, I looked it up. John is nodding furiously. Ah, uh, I think it was a PSP game they did that for. I don't know Uh-oh. if it was this one. Because I did, I did my because re- I chose this game thinking that that was what they were talking about when they did whole, all that, and then I started looking <laughs> it up and found out no, it was an announcement of like a PSP version of Ridge Racer. That might be it. That actually feels more accurate. It, you know, because yeah, you can't drum up enthusiasm for the PSP with things like Ridge Racer. <laughs> <laughs> It's been so long, guys. I'm, I'm sorry that I don't remember what specific E3 or you know uh, what specific Ridge Racer they were talking about. Um, Instead, you drum up support with the PSP with, hey, you can watch Spider-Man 2 in your hands. Mm-hmm. So uh, God, that was pretty cool. Yeah. 
The, uh, an interesting thing about this too is uh, they put out a patch in 2010 titled Ridge Racer 7 3D licensed version that lets you play the game in 3D. Which seems like a hell of a patch. Like, that seems like a lot of effort to do, you know, it took four years to get that out, right? Right. Johnny, that is no effort at all. All they had to do was right-click <laughs> and export as 3D version. 3D. <laughs> and that's how it works. It's true. That's how video game companies work. And now, Johnny, real quick, on the Ridge Racer uh, Kaz Harai thing, uh, you know, you're forgiven for choosing Ridge Racer 7, thinking maybe it was that, because this was a launch title for the PS3 in 2006. The Ridge Racer, Ridge Racer E3 was E3 2006, but yes, he was announcing it for the PlayStation Portable. Yeah. So yeah. that's where the confusion comes from. So basically, Johnny, as Game That Tune king of the show, I demand you game over yourself. I mean, I already have zero points. And he already—he actually was the one. I demand you game over yourself. He's the one that brought up that he was wrong. (laughs) I was the one that said he was right. (laughs) Game over. (laughs) Look, the point is, when Jesse and John were king of the show, they abused their power. I never. What did did. I do? So I'm taking that. I'm taking this opportunity. I need examples. Do what I can. Can we drop this fucking through line, David? This, you know, this keeps coming up. (laughs) I don't remember doing weird things. We get it, man. You just want to do things to Johnny, man. Do it not on the podcast. Has anybody here played Ridge Racer 7? No! I I have never once played a Ridge Racer game. How could you? I understand that it's a racing series, but it's like a very like grounded, realistic racing series. It's and not that's... Really... okay. It's, well, it's not kart racer, but it's, it's definitely not what I would call it. But it's not, either. It's not Gran Turismo, baby. It's it's arcade racing, man. It's fun. Yeah. The point that I'm getting as is it's not like Mario Kart or Wipeout or like unrealistic racing games. That's all I was trying to say. Right. I think, David, you should probably venture into the world of games, racing games that present themselves in a slightly realistic world, but are in no way realistic racing games. Games like Ridge Racer. Yeah. Um, Lest we forget. <laughs> Lest we forget, I mentioned there's a Pac-Man car, guys. Yeah. (laughs) And when I say Pac-Man car, I mean it's a car in the shape of Pac-Man. It is not aerodynamic. (laughs) See, when you said Pac-Man car, I imagined like a car that was yellow. Maybe the, the headlights were black. You know, that kind of a thing. I didn't imagine like a perfectly spherical car. No, I'm I'm posting a picture now uh, here of the Pac-Man car from Ridge Racer Seven, and it is uh, not a realistic car. That's it is okay. A flying saucer. That yeah, is dope. that is not what I would imagine a Pac-Man car being. <laughs> that is a flying saucer piloted by Pac-Man. So after all that Which shit is a talking, very different thing. Yeah, that's all that different. shit talking about how you don't want you know, the game because there's no Galaga cards. You get Pac-Man in a flying saucer. Are you back in, David? <laughs> you know, suddenly I am. Okay, good. <laughs> Glad we're gonna we're gonna get David playing fucking Ridge Racer at some point. You know, 
Uh, God help us if he discovers how fun burnout is. Uh, you know. <laughs> but uh, man, yeah, no, it, you know, I um, I don't know, man. I I should have played more Ridge Racer games, but I kind of. It, it does suck. I, I unfortunately did lump them in for a while in my mind with things like Gran Turismo. I, I didn't like Gran Turismo very much. Uh, way too non-fun. Not arcadey. Highly simulated. Uh, you know, like, I don't know. Like, just no thanks. And then once I had realized that Ridge Racer was not that, that it was more in line with, like, Burnout and Need for Speed and shit, it was too late and they weren't making these games anymore. So, I, no, no, I haven't gone back and popped in Ridge Racer 7 to my PS3. And, you know, and I regret it, man. I feel like I missed out on something. Because, yeah, I like racing games. And, uh, yeah, I like, uh, you know, racing games with sick-ass tunes. Uh, and Ridge Racer, as it turns out, is fucking totally that. And, you know, yeah, it's just, uh, it's something I feel bad for having missed out on, uh, you know, while it was uh, still a thing. It, you know. Feels like it should still be a thing. I think is kind of what I'm getting at. Like, why, you know, why did they stop? You know, Namco, you got so many, yeah. so many options, man. I, I confess my ignorance. Is it not still a thing? The Johnny, when was the last Ridge Racer game? This is your segment. Yeah, so the last mainline, like, actual console Ridge Racer game was uh, in 2012 for PS3 and Xbox 360. There was a smartphone Jesus. game. That came out in 2016 called Ridge Racer Draw and Drift, where you can somehow draw your own tracks, I think. Well, okay, now hold on. That sounds fun. <laughs> that sounds cool. Yeah. I'm picturing a track with two long straightaways, a couple of flared curves, maybe uh, maybe a little hairpin turn there at the top. And then, uh, you know, before those two long straightaways, two big wide turns. You know, like... Um, I don't know, maybe I'd have to draw the track for you to really get what I'm talking about. But, um, yeah. Two big, bulbous turns into mm. two long straightaways with a couple of small little, little you know, mm. I don't know. I got ideas for this game. You know, I I feel what you're saying, John, but oh, I, know I you feel, feel like the two small turns towards the end require a few, like, hairpins with straightaways <laughs> like you know uh-huh. you got hairpins up there <laughs> <laughs> the jizz out of the penis is what I'm oh, saying oh I thought you were trying to draw hairs on the balls yeah I was going to say I thought you were talking yeah, well he said on the two small ones I thought he was talking about uh. hairs on his tip and I was uh. going to say Dave that's a medical condition baby if you got a paintbrush you got to deal with it man <laughs> what are you a smeargle <laughs> Dave you really need to I see mean, a new doctor man if he's still yeah. giving you prostate exams it hasn't said anything about the hairs on the tip of your dick <laughs> <laughs> to be fair I do have my regular physical schedule for Friday but <laughs> need to get that dick mustache addressed <laughs> <laughs> the point is I was talking about semen gotcha. and I'm really looking forward to the next free play jingle containing me saying the point is I was talking about semen mm-hmm. um, see I, I picked this game because it has a number 7 in it and it has a pretty good soundtrack that's really uh, my criteria for this week I was I was struggling a little bit no Johnny I mean you're right to pick it, it you know the Namco sound team especially you know when they're turned loose on a Ridge Racer game or on a Tekken game they just they you know 
I, I don't want to give him a 100% banger rate, but like, eh, pretty fucking high rate of bangers from this team, man. Fucking, you know, Hiroshi Okubo, you know, uh, Kobayashi, fucking, uh, you know, Akitaka Toyama, Yumiaki, uh, you know, they uh, they have a tendency to turn out fucking bangers. <laughs> like, huh? you know, I'd even lump Katamari Damacy in there. That's even weirder. You know, I, I, I don't know if you can look at Katamari and say bangers, but, uh, you know, Ridge Racer and Tekken certainly, tech, you know, Namco bangers. Uh, and these guys, they just, they do it, man. So, you know, good pick for a game that doesn't need to be talked about too much, but has fantastic songs. Uh, smart move on your part, Johnny. Again, now, five. I was going to say, before we go, you got to just give us, uh, give us a better Cass Harai saying Ridge Racer. All right, I have another admission. Cause see, I had to make, I had to do the rolling start earlier, and you know, fucking, uh, you gotta have a special voice to do these kind of things, man. Johnny, I, you're no Kaz Harai. I've never actually seen that clip. I've only seen it referenced with people typing out Ridge Racer. I have no idea how he actually said it. I just know people hated how he said it, but I've I've never actually seen that clip. See, and that's like, I don't think people hate it. I think they just made fun of him. I, I love huh. it, man. Like, it's funny, because I was never going to buy a PSP. But, like, yes, the enthusiasm for what at the time seemed like such a mundane announcement, that's that's what, you know, I don't know if you know about this, Johnny, but people on the internet will make fun of people for being earnest or, you know, disingenuinely uh, earnest about things. So They what? Yeah, <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> Shocked, I know. Johnny. Johnny, you are missing a golden opportunity for an easy layup. All you really had to do to do your Kazkarai Ridge Racer was say, Ah, Ridge Racer. Well, son of a bitch. Well, now you got, but now you got to do better than that. So, you know, take us, take us to game five with a, a, a solid Ridge Racer. All right. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Game five. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
All right. Um, at one point in the game, the disco director NPC proclaims, I'm really feeling it! In a heavy British accent. This is in reference to the same line said by the character Shulk in Xenoblade Chronicles and Super Smash Bros. series. This homage came about because the developers of this game are huge Xenoblade fans and took advantage of the fact Shulk and the disco director have the same English voice actor, Adam Howden. gentlemen let's see some answers all right um let's see oh man let's see so uh johnny says star wars episode one that's incorrect um <laughs> david says star wars the last jedi episode eight that's incorrect and uh john with the closest answer but it's still incorrect. Lego oh, Star Wars Episode 7. Um, no, this is... Okay. <clears throat> now this is uh, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, which um, contains Episode 1, 8, and 7. As well as the other ones, but but it, no way enough. Oh, it, it includes episode one, episode seven, and episode eight. Crafty <laughs> son of a bitch. So I um, would love a Lego Star Wars game that's only one, eight, and seven, and you play through it in that order. Yes. God, you like something big happened. I don't yeah. know. There's some. Who are these so, people? A boy was found in the desert, and then years later. His son was 
upset about something and sacrificed <laughs> himself, and there was a Mary Sue. And then, what? prior to no, that, we he learned didn't why sacrifice it, himself in episode eight. That was episode nine. The fuck are you talking about? No, John's trying to summarize what happened. So, well, he's getting vague about the details of what happened between one and eight. <laughs> like at some point, one and seven. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I went from one to eight. Yeah. That's a boy what I was found in the desert. That boy was Anakin Skywalker. In episode eight, his son sacrificed himself to save a Mary Sue. And then there's an episode clarifying, not really clarifying, actually just asking a bunch of questions that would then never be answered properly by episodes <laughs> eight and nine. <laughs> no, I... He sacrifices himself in nine, not eight. Who the no. fuck do you think I'm talking about? Kylo Ren. No, no. David. We're He's talking not about... Darth Vader's son, dipshit. Luke about... Skywalker. Oh, god damn. I am an idiot. <laughs> I don't even care that much about Star Wars and I'm furious. <laughs> I just, and I would that's love. That's the episode title. God damn. I am an idiot. I I just I love the idea of playing through Lego Star Wars Episode One, and then you get to eight, and you're like, "Where's all the pod racing?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My son's been asking that ever since we watched the actual Star Wars Episode One. <laughs> it's like that boy, he won the race. Where is he? I'm like, he grew up into a shittier boy, and <laughs> there's no more pod racing, son. I'm sorry. He got, he got involved with hating sand, and let me tell you, man, you just like can't yeah. you can't do that. He got some sand in his pussy, and he's just. Furious. <laughs> what happened to that, like, pod racing kid? Okay, imagine the most badass supervillain you can, but, like, he only gets there after a couple whiny teenage years. Right. This is all difficult to explain to my four year old son. He doesn't get any of it. He just wants to see more pod racing. <laughs> and well, the problem so is, do you I. started him on episode one. You should have just started him on episode four. David, do you understand how numbers work? I do. Do you understand how the Star Wars series works? The episode? Th this is actually an uh, interesting debate that people have is, should you watch them in release order or episode number order? Mm -hmm. You know? Because, yeah, episode four came out before one, right? Uh, and, you know, I think there's uh, valid arguments to... I don't... I hate... God, I hate saying the fucking phrase both sides. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> But there is some valid arguments here uh, for either option. There we go. Of uh, watching. See, here's here's my issue with watching the Star Wars series. Uh, I was about to say trilogy, but it's the whole series. Here's my issue with watching it in order. You watch episodes one, two, three, four. By the time you get to episode five, in the climactic battle on Bespin. Darth Vader tells Luke Skywalker, No, I am your father. Spoilers. No shit. We've known that for four movies. Like, it ruins that moment. That's why Two. you watch them in release order. He had a, he had... Also, spoiler warning. Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. Uh, Luke was born in episode three. And then in episode five, he finds out that... Darth Vader's son. That's two movies, Dave. Um, but no. Um, the point is, uh, this is Lego Star Wars. Jesse? 
Oh, yeah, so it's basically um, a retelling of the nine Star Wars movies, but... Um, Is there pod racing? So, I started... Silly Me started on episode four, <laughs> and full. so I just got to Return of the Jedi myself. Um, but I will say uh, it's it's real silly, because um, it's Lego. Um they do really good visual gags as well as they sometimes say like um I, I was more of a fan of when the Lego games didn't talk they would just do like uh, like pantomiming things I love the Lego pantomimes um, mm-hmm. now this game does have an option where you can just turn that on and be like I don't want to hear no one say shit good. I just want to see Darth Vader wave his hands around and look silly um is it captioned but- or is it just literally pantomime you know, I haven't because I've I've been playing with the voices on because I don't mind them, and sometimes they say funny things. Um, uh, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love the idea of just like you selecting the option for closed captions. Where it's like Darth Vader uses Force angrily. Right. <laughs> R2D2 beeps mournfully. <laughs> Visible confusion. Like, <laughs> like you know, like the the dinner scene where. Uh, um, they show up and Darth Vader's there and Han Solo shoots him. Um, and so when Darth Vader takes his gun, then you see like a banana get thrown at him, and, like a, <laughs> an apple and like a turkey. Sweet. <laughs> it's, it's like silly stuff like that. Uh, no, so wait, wait, my... wait, wait. Is the, is the implication there that uh, all those things are being chucked at him by uh, people that are upset, or did he, accidentally f- did he accidentally force pull all those things towards no, no, himself? No, no, no. Like he, he had a oh, full you know set what? dinner in front of him. Oh, no, <laughs> because so, Han Solo has something in his hands, like and he's, you can see he's throwing stuff at him. Ah, okay. Because um, I, I do uh, like the idea that the force power is not that focused. Like you know, I'll take that gun and everything else on the table. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll take that gun. I mean turkey. I'll take that gun. I mean apple. I'll take that gun. I mean banana. Hold on, I can do this. I just need to concentrate. <laughs> but like, um, I also enjoyed at the end of uh, Empire Strikes Back the like touching moment where you know Luke and Leia are are watching out the window as Lando is flying off. But in this version, um, you know how Luke just got the new uh, hand. Yeah. So in this version, uh, the hand isn't operating correctly. So like at one point it like shoots off and like hits C three PO in the face, and and then he gets it back on, and then the, like sparks just start flying out of his wrist and and catches Leia on fire. It's pretty great. Sweet. Um, uh, so it's it's a lot of some a lot of silly stuff, um, but they it, for some reason they somehow improved. The, this Lego game, because like, um, I feel like the Lego games got kind of same samey, and like, um, I don't know, they just weren't as fun to play as I think they could have been. Yeah, I would agree with that. Based on the few that I played, I played mostly the uh, like Lego Avengers and uh, Lego City Undercover. I like Lego City Undercover. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, that was that was fun. But Lego Avengers, man, the action in that game is a bit repetitive <laughs> but, but I feel like in this one they put the camera like right behind the character so it feels like like a third person action game 
And like the combat is actually pretty good. Like if you're a, like a, a lightsaber character, you get like a parry. Uh, you can like juggle and like do air juggles and stuff. Like there's some like <laughs> actual like some like fun combat. Um, like the blasters. Like I, I feel like the hit detection is like <laughs> really is like uh like kind of funnily accurate like you can shoot like the stormtroopers in the legs and they'll like fall over onto the ground or you can like shoot their helmets off of their head and stuff which is funny who do um, they look like other they all have different faces and stuff it's funny they all have like different minifig faces whenever you no. shoot the stormtroopers off remember morrison <laughs> no the stormtroopers aren't clones the clone troopers now all look like clones when you shoot their heads off or helmets oh. off. See, the stormtroopers are just people they enlisted. And oh, okay, yeah, know. I guess I should have asked. In what episode are you shooting their helmets off? Yeah. And then that would have informed who they would look like. Yeah, I was My playing. Bad. I've been playing four, I've four, five, and I'm just starting six now. Gotcha. Um, I forgot that in between this episode, episode three and four, they switch from clones to dudes. Yeah. But then, um, like... So they should make a can, whole like, movie to fill in that detail. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what happened. Yeah. Um, but there's they so did. many, it like... Was... Oh, what the fuck was that movie called? Get me I, my... That's one. the joke sign. <laughs> literally just blank. Rogue One. Thank you, Jesse. Give me a Rainier Wolf Castle on a brick wall, Johnny. Thank you. <laughs> but, um, there's so many, like, minifig characters you can unlock and play as, um, which is kind of fun. That's the um, lightning round, right? <laughs> <laughs> no God. Um, yeah, emperors and lightning. Doctor Baby Wario in Lego Star Wars. No, but I was Fair a question. Tuscan Raider running around the um, the Rebel base on Yavin Four. Just you know, because like half of these games are just breaking shit to get like right. those little Lego stud pieces. Mm-hmm. So I just find it delightful that you know with the Rebel base, there's just some wild Tuscan Raider running around smashing everything. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you need to make fine. that noise as many times as possible? The noise yeah. I'm not going to try to do on mic? Uh, <laughs> I'll do it. Alright. Johnny's turn. We just found our new free play jingle. <laughs> yep, there it is. So, <laughs> I, is, there, is there a way to play as Jake Lloyd, uh, Anakin well, Skywalker? Well, you can play as, like, kid, kid Anakin. Okay. Oh, there's a funny thing. <laughs> Whenever you, uh, uh, you know the Darth Vader scene in Dagobah when he's in the cave and he slices the helmet off and it's oh, like, like Luke's? Uh, you know, robot vision Darth Vader? <laughs> so whenever he cuts his uh, he- head off and the helmet sm- breaks open, at first it's just like a plain old yellow minifig. <laughs> but but then, but then it grows the hair and has the face and winks at him. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> See, oh, the wink is the crucial part. Yeah, and and here's another thing. Like, uh, see you around, like, kid. <laughs> anytime I've had to do any kind of like space battle stuff, it's been like really fun. Like this, this is like the Lego game. Like, like it might be one of the best Lego games, and it's like a top ten Star Wars game. Like it's it's hitting a bunch of boxes. It's really good. Sweet. The Hoth uh, level is good. You know, solid Hoth level. You gotta. Take out on those walkers, these fucking Lego snow speeders. It's dope. See, yeah, I knowing mean, that this I game came like out the... like this past year, I want to see like do the the like 
the AT-ATs when they fall over do they explode in a like a flurry of Lego bits or like does yeah. the Death Star yeah, explode great. in Legos like you know, that yeah. that I would almost pay to play like that's fucking I would love to see that <laughs> I feel like the measure of a good Star Wars game is how they handle the Battle of Hoth oh yeah like if Hoth is fun it's a good game and that's the beauty yeah, of it Hoth's always fun so it's always a good game and, uh, yeah, I just, I look forward to unlocking more and more, um, characters to play in weird situations. Um, that's fun. So, I- I'm assuming, does this let you pick what order you want to play through the movies in? So, you can pick the first from each trilogy, and then you have to go through the trilogy. Okay. Um, so, like, if I wanted to, I could stop not do Return of the Jedi, and I could either do Episode 1 or Episode 7 and then so start into those. So you could do 4, 5, 1, 2, 3, 6, 7, 8, 9? Yeah, that's how I was going to do it. Yeah, good. That's the way you should do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, uh, uh, I feel hear like... Me out. Wait, oh, you can't do that though in this game, because my preferred order is 4, 5, 2, 3, 6, 7, 8, 9... Just skip one entirely, but like, oh, yeah. yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but Johnny, there could be pod racing. <laughs> yeah, I'm the curious if there's Lego pod racing. On the one hand, I feel like that's the accepted way, but I will defend episode one, and more importantly, Return of the Jedi is so good. Bad. I thank you, John, for immediately undercutting me. As an agent of Green chaos, disagree. I would start with seven, eight, nine. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> you you can't conceivably start with seven, eight, nine because then you're referencing the glory of things that have not yet happened. Yeah, man, that's what makes it so good. Madness. It's so confusing. Yeah, why are they talking about all these people in such hushed tones? Why do they have such reverence for these characters? Oh, <laughs> right. Emperor Palpatine returns somehow from what? Yeah. <laughs> Who? That's not how the Force works. Yeah. The dead What's speak? What's the Force? Yeah. Uh. I like to start with the holiday special. So. See, that's what's up. Is yeah, that... say, if you sk- it- Can you play through the holiday special in this game? Um, not that I have, have found yet, but... They have a lot of weird Easter eggs and stuff. Mm. Um, there's Actually, big head mode. I know you can unlock big head mode. Um, I would love to play a Lego Star Wars game where you can play through all three of the trilogies as B. Arthur the Barmaid. Oh man, that'd be that cool. would be an amazing game. <laughs> Not Lumpy the Wookiee. God. <laughs> Only God. if. All their dialogue is replaced with wikis and no subtitles or pantomiming. I mean, that, that's how it is in, right. the, the, mo- in the movie. Yeah, I know. Mm. <laughs> Pantomimed Wookiee. If they make the game movie accurate, then perfect. Sold. Have you seen the thing where they like, uh, um, they had lines for Chewbacca to like say to Han Solo to react to, and then just like ADR'd over it with, uh, with Wookiee sound, because, oh, so like uh, he's like actually replying uh, to like English. That's amazing. Like, so like when he's uh, like, he's, <laughs> "Hey, I'm waiting for this to happen." He's like, "Yeah, well, you're gonna be waiting a long time." And it's like 
in the movie, you're just like, what is he even? It's like when you're talking to your cat yeah. and your cat's meowing at you, and you're mm-hmm. like, I sure wish you'd stop listening to Fox News, cat. Okay. <laughs> cat, cat, that's racist. <laughs> I, I know that David Prowse recorded all of his dialogue as Darth Vader, and then they replaced it with James Earl Jones. Yep. I love the fact that they did that for Chewbacca. Like, yeah. there was some guy in the Chewbacca suit just like, Han, what are you talking about? And then he goes to see the movie and just hears, right. He's like, wait, what the fuck yeah. just happened? Hey, what they do? <laughs> yeah, we had important, important dialogue there. <laughs> well, I think they, he actually knew. <laughs> they just, they just removed so much exposition. Yeah. There's like so much is... backstory there. If, if you had let Chewbacca speak, they never would have had to make Solo. <laughs> mm. I love that. I love that detail, Jesse. Thank you for telling us about that. Of course. Yeah, yeah man. Um, he's. Uh, this seems fun, man. This is you know, I, like. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is now officially on my radar because my son is just barely starting to get into Star Wars. Oh, he loves like, this. Yeah, he's seen the pod race scene. He's seen four and five. We haven't done Jedi yet. Does he like Legos? Because we got to go back and do episodes two and three, I guess. I don't know. I, uh, it's funny. He's he, uh, he saw Darth Vader and I explained to him why Darth Vader looked all fucked up. And he was like, oh, that's bad. I'm like, yeah. He lost a fight on a lava planet and got left to you know burn up. He's like, I don't want to see that. I'm like, all right, cool. It saves me having to watch that shit. <laughs> like, I don't. Thanks for that. saying that, son. You just dodged a big time bullet, baby. <laughs> I ain't gotta good. fucking do episode three at all. <laughs> but you know, maybe he'll see it eventually. I don't know. He's enjoying the uh, the '70s ones now, so that's cool. Maybe maybe we can get this because yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I don't want to skip episodes like uh, episode one in this because. I, I need to see Lego Watto. Mm, oh, yeah. There's a lot of good characters in episode one that need to be made better in Lego form. Watto, Jar Jar, Darth Maul, Qui-Gon. A lot of important Amidala. characters in that game. You know, the various queens Amidala. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, Boss Nass. You know, I want to see that. You've got to have Lego Kiera Knightley. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, yeah, huh. you know Lego Samuel Jackson. I, I really, you know, I want to see you know, that's the thing. So you know, do you, Jesse? Here's the here's the big you know decision you got coming up. If you play Lego Episode One, are you doing voice acting or pantomime for the scenes of all the Gungans? Like, they're, we they're say hot. use a voice acting. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> You should know be thinking you'll be turning on the pantomime. We should be liking this. <laughs> Man, I can't, I can't believe they made a Lego Cool Runnings game. This is dope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we got Boss Nass right here on the show. Jeez. <laughs> I, I really just want to see how Lego handles the jowls of Boss Nass. <laughs> like... The, the, the minifig heads don't I, shake the way that man does. I think I'm. Um, I want to see those. No, uh, not, those. Those. I'm like, not going to uh, do that on the show. Are you? Were you thinking about doing the the guys <laughs> that have the trade blockade? You know. Are you going to take a massive I dump? Absolutely Uh-oh. was. Yeah, you were going to um, do the fucking racist Asian <laughs> aliens. No, can't do that. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Please don't cancel us. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> on yeah. On, 
Making Episode fun four. of black people, perfectly fine. Making fun of Asian people, no, not okay. I, I didn't say it was okay. I said I, I want to know if Jesse was going to turn on the pantomime for it. Because, you know, I... <laughs> Cause boy, it was bad. <laughs> it, you know, yeah, truly. Episode one, skippable. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing that movie contains the pod race. Otherwise, I would never watch it. Um, man. I feel like episode one is one of those movies of like, oh, yeah, I enjoyed that. And then I watch it again like, oh, why did I enjoy this? No, it was, yeah, we don't need to really dig up too Full much uh, was, episode one was memories. Was racing and Natalie Portman really enough? Yes. Yeah. Yes. In 19- okay. <laughs> and Duel of Fates, yeah. the freaking yes. okay, Darth yeah, Maul fight. Dope song. And, yeah. yeah, Darth Maul with double in it, double-edged lightsaber. Oh, God, that was dope. Yeah. And young Ewan McGregor, absolute yeah. snack. Mm. I mean, oh, I'm delicious. in There's favor of, of that movie. any Ewan McGregor. Yeah, yeah. I oh, like yeah. to think that the headcanon is that he finally kicked heroin and stole that money from Begbie and he became a Jedi Knight. Yeah. That's, That's my uh, headcanon. Yeah, exactly. Born Slippy plays as he kills Darth Maul. <laughs> uh, Fucking anyway, Jet- Jesse- Jedi spotting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I were uh, in a better state, I would attempt to do the <laughs> train spotting opening thing, but make it all about Jedis. I'll just say, choose Jedis. Um, man, Jesse, what a pick. Um, it's a good game. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to maybe, uh, I don't know. Foisting it upon my son and that finding that he's not interested in it. And it's co-op too, so y'all can play together. Oh, okay. See, yeah. now that's a that is a crucial detail because you know there are certain games you can hand a four-year-old a controller on, and he you know he can kind of handle his business. You know, talking things like Mario Kart. Uh, you know, Lego Star Wars. He you know, might not quite be there, but yeah, if I can uh, if I can guide him, if he can join uh, my side of the force. Then maybe uh, maybe we got something here. You know, yeah. Is that the light side or the dark side? David, I'm you know I think you know the answer. Dark, got it. Calculating computer activated. Computers, beeps, Spice. boops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is. Jesse Moore. Yep. It had to be. Jesse, congratulations. You're tied for the lead, and also you get a bonus point for bringing a game that satisfies all three facets of a theme. Well played, sir. Okay. You did not realize that by bringing a 1, an 8, and a 7 that you would win the show. But you've done it. So, well done. Um, What a non-controversial pick. Uh, what a what an excellent game and series of movies, <laughs> guys! Should we start doing our own Star Wars show? Should we do like a Star Wars commentary on Patreon, guys? I you know, I feel like there's not enough people on the internet that talk about Star Wars. I feel yeah. like we should only talk about Star Wars only if we can find a way to describe it as woke and feminist and evil. Yeah. Which That's what the internet truly needs. Right. Okay. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. The so- fact that both of you agree to that so readily really makes you makes me distrust you. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, as it should. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Appropriately so. Yeah. You know. Here's yeah, so how Star Wars is feminist and woke. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, take a mm-hmm. step back. <laughs> Taking away their special tax status here real soon. It's gonna be it's gonna be good things. Um, no, but God, Jesse. Yeah, I- Jesse, congratulations. Despite what David wants to talk about, you've won the episode, and you get to pick the theme for the next episode of Game That Tune. So, I'm curious to know what you've got in mind. Um, it's uh, going to be a two-fold uh, theme, because I was uh, fond of John's uh, uh, two themes in one situation. Yes, um, So, um, either games that involve a lot of reading, or games that look old and like it doesn't have to be an old game it can be an old game or it can just look like an old game so it's it's pretty versatile how do you define old like okay like your game that you brought today technically looks old looked old so that would count yeah um so like either look old in some kind of you know Old? Like, what do you mean? I'm saying, what's the cutoff for old, man? It's 2023. (laughs) Are we talking, like, pre-3D graphics is old, or... That's up to you. Okay. Because, like, no, that's up to you. You're making the (laughs) thing. Because PS2 had 3D graphics, and that was old. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you say it's old, that's fine. Could be games that take place on a beach. Um, yes. (laughs) But only if you age rapidly. Right. Yeah, you know, beach that makes you old. <laughs> yeah, I, I understood that reference. Yes, yes, good. All right, cool. So, uh, games that are or appear to be old, and what was the first thing? <laughs> uh, games with lots of reading. Yes. Oh man, you know, reading games. Woo, cool. Well, um, it's gonna be a, a theme geared towards our older, uh, you know, listeners slash viewers. You know, bust out your library books and uh, show your age for the next episode of Game That Tune. That's going to be a lot of fun. Jesse, excellent set of themes you got there. Uh, give me a lot Thank of you games. Edutainment next week. God help me. Remember yeah. that phrase? <laughs> Word edutainment. I think about it every day. <laughs> yeah. Think about how fucking dumb I am. I probably should have played some more of these games. <laughs> um, but yeah, excellent choices. And man, excellent show tonight, guys. What a show it's been. Thank you for everybody for being here. Thank you, everybody watching live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We encourage you guys to search for Game That Tune. We love you guys checking us out live uh, every week, being here, chatting along with us, just having a grand old time. Thank you to everybody checking out our podcast. Our podcasts come out Tuesday mornings. They're at GameThatTune.com or anywhere that you get your podcasts. We appreciate you guys listening, subscribing, doing all the things for a podcast uh, that you do for uh, Game That Tune. Uh, thank you to everybody checking out Patreon. Of course, Patreon is the home for our awesome exclusives. We've got Game That Tune Gems. We've got mixtapes. We've got movie commentaries. We've got all kinds of fun stuff always in the works at patreon.com slash game that tune. And of course, you help us keep the lights on at our 24-7 video game music live stream at radio.gamethattune.com. That's gtt.rocks, the home for video game music on the internet. We love you guys supporting us over there at Patreon. Special shout out, of course, to our Patreon absurd fans. I'm talking about Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, 
Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, Beast Pond, and The Kerrigan. A fantastic group of absurd fans that we've got there on Patreon. I uh, want to thank our requester again. Our requester tonight was CX Trife. CX made their request in our Discord. That's a great place to do it. But you can also do it on our social media server, GameThatTune.club. Uh, join us there. Make your requests. And uh, we love having you guys there. And guys, that's going to do it. So, Jesse, you've got bonus tunes, and I want to know what they are. Well, um, a lot of RPGs have a lot of reading. No shit. So... Um, I picked uh, a cover by a band that I've been really into lately, uh, Mariachi Entertainment System. Um, they're doing um, some... God, it's been a while. But some Final Fantasy VII song. It's really good, though. Okay. I think it's uh, one of the battle songs. I'm pretty sure, actually. Well, we'll just see when it starts, and uh, we love you guys, and we love Mariachi Entertainment System, and peace out, everybody!
Neodori Forever is copyright 2022 Strobatano and Cubic Games. Dr. Mario World is copyright 2019 Nintendo of America Incorporated. East 8 Lacrimosa of Dana is copyright 2017 Niham Falcom Corporation. Ridge Racer 7 is copyright 2006 Bandai Namco Incorporated. Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga is copyright 2022 Traveler's Tales and Warner Brothers Games.